This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The world is maintained by three things, by justice, by truth, and by peace. These three actually are one. If justice is present, then truth is present, and this makes peace. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. My favorite shopping day of the year is the day after Halloween. Yes? November 1st is my own personal Boxing Day because I go directly to the dollar stores and snatch up all of the Halloween costumes that are marked down to nothing. You know, those long, crazy-colored wigs and those elbow-length satin gloves and the crazy hats and the feather boas and the strings of colored beads because there's rows and rows of them and rows and rows of masks and bags and half-price candy— And there's even your own make-your-own-mask kits for the artistically inclined. So there's face-painting kits for, like, next to nothing. And there's shelves and shelves of glittering stuff like boxes and bowls and bags in blacks and oranges and reds. And I buy it up like a boss. And then I schlep home my bags and bags and bags of stuff for which I paid bupkas, and I store them in airtight Rubbermaid containers for three months hence, where they will become my Purim bounty. Because you try finding a costume in the stores in February when Purim falls. You try putting together little bags of sugary fun for every single kid in your kid's class at regular price. You see, folks, Purim is coming. And when you lean in and do it right, Well, there is a lot to do. You see, one of the fabulous features of the celebration of Purim is the giving of Mishloach Manot, the giving of Purim food baskets. Now, this idea is derived from Megillat Esther, the Book of Esther. Originally, it helped ensure that everyone has enough food for the Purim feast that we're meant to hold later in the afternoon of Purim. In fact, Jewish law says that everyone over the age of bar or bat mitzvah needs to send one of these baskets and that they need to contain two different types of food. So, you know, maybe a cupcake and a little carton of milk. Or maybe a little bottle of grape juice and some homemade hamantashen. You know, those yummy Purim treats that are shaped like the evil Haman's hat. And we must each give to at least one recipient. But these days, people make a major production out of this practice. Creativity and friendly competition abound for the best and the most original Purim costume and gift basket. But the other message of these baskets, of joy, is to spread peace and encourage friendship and fellowship, which is why I have the practice not to give them to my nearest and dearest. You see, if I can only afford to give just a few people, then I prefer to send my gifts to those in my life 
where relations have been strained or distanced, neighbors that I haven't been particularly close to, anyone I feel could use a lift, because this practice can help me become Rodef Shalom, which means a pursuer of peace. So what does it mean to be a pursuer of peace? Well, to understand this commandment, we must define both the words pursue and peace. So to pursue can mean to actively look for, chase after, try to find, and to harness. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel taught, The world is maintained by three things, by justice, by truth, and by peace. And Rav Muna said, These three actually are one. If justice is present, then truth is present. And this makes peace. And all three are found in the same verse. Judge with the justice of truth and peace within your gates. Where there is justice, there will be peace. And wherever there is peace, there is justice. Aaron, the high priest, and Moses' brother, was called a Rodef Shalom, a pursuer of peace. We read that he was a man who loved peace, pursued peace, loved people, and brought them closer to Torah. And when he passed away, it is said, And when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, all the house of Israel wept for Aaron thirty days. Aaron was an utterly beloved mensch who had creative ways of pursuing peace between human beings, and as such, he was loved beyond measure. And what of the word peace, or shalom, in Hebrew? Shalom shares an etymological root with shlemut, which means wholeness, completeness, and perfection. The first chief rabbi of the state of Israel, Rav Kook, wrote, People mistakenly believe that peace in the world means that everyone will share common viewpoints and think the same way. So when they see scholars disagreeing about an issue, this appears to be the exact opposite of peace. True peace, however, comes precisely through the proliferation of divergent views. When all of the various angles and sides of an issue are exposed, and we're able to clarify how each one has its place, that is true peace. You know, this quote aligns with a core momentum value, unity without uniformity. Pursuing peace can only be found within its paradigm. The Midrash, the ancient rabbinic interpretations of Scripture, says peace when you enter, peace when you leave, and peaceful relations with everyone. We yearn for a state of peace, wholeness and completion within ourselves, our homes, our communities, and ultimately the world. Our pursuit of wholeness in all of these domains makes us menches, and sometimes a mensch understands that the goal of peace means putting aside personal preferences or opinions. A mensch prefers to do right rather than to be right to create a feeling of wholeness that includes others 
rather than only being concerned with themselves. It requires humility, and that does not mean thinking less of yourself. Rather, it can mean thinking of yourself less. Purim and the giving of Mishloach Manot can be great opportunities for you and your kids to actively pursue peacemaking. This can help us become righteous and a true gift to our peers. Being the peacemaker amongst peers for kids and adults alike can deepen our ability to see two sides of a story and offer perspective in problem-solving. And this plays out in the schoolyard and in the boardroom, in the kitchen, and even in the bedroom. This week, as we move towards Purim, as we listen to the Megillah twice, as we dress up and go to parties and carnivals, as we plan our Purim feasts, can we use the act of giving Mishloch Manot as a way of pursuing peace rather than trying to outdo the Cohens and the Schwartzes? <laughs> can you choose your recipients carefully with an eye to repairing relations? Oh, and don't forget to shop on November 1st this coming fall. But get out of my way. I'm going to be the one eating a half-price Kit Kat bar and wearing a silver tinsel wig on my head. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.